just want to get sliced by Sub Zero's icicles. <laughs> well, welcome to a very special reaction episode of the Nerdcast. We're here to talk about the glorious, glorious trailer that just came out today for Mortal Kombat. Uh, which let me double check this so I get this correct because I don't want to be disrespectful. It's going to be directed by Simon McCoy. And I know James Wan is producing it. So let's get right into it. Initial thoughts and reactions. Henry, go. Okay, so um, first reaction was obviously dopeness because uh, James Wan knows how to build the perfect trailer. He did it with Aquaman. He did it with Fast and Furious 7. He even did it after he built his own legacy with the Conjuring movies and the Insidious movies, which most of those I saw in theaters and like I think all those are great, even like the nun and stuff like I enjoyed. But um, my biggest concern at first was uh, the main character is a guy named Cole and just going off the cast list alone, it seems like his family's in it too. So Cole almost seems like he's like the Josh or James Marsden character in Sonic, where it's like, here's this guy who's not a part of the lore that we're familiar with. And we're going to have to see this new world of Mortal Kombat kind of through his eyes. And that kind of concerns me only because uh, he's like a retired martial artist fighter of some kind. And it's just like, you know, one of those things where it's like when I see Mortal Kombat, like I like seeing Johnny Cage. I like seeing uh, Kung Lao and especially Liu Kang. Like Liu Kang is, you know, he's the poster boy of Mortal Kombat. And I just I really, really want to see a lot of him. But one of the things I'm really excited about is you have Liddy Lin, who's the Black Ranger in Power Rangers. He was also in Aquaman, which was uh, directed by James Wan. Um, you have, and I might uh, butcher his name, Max Hong um, as Kung Lao. And you also have uh, Chin Han as Shang Tsung, who was in The Dark Knight as Lao. Um, like I said, I'm good with numbers. <laughs> I'm I know a squealer when I see one. And that. <laughs> but yeah so like as as the trailer started like it started giving us elements that we didn't necessarily see in the earlier films which i completely i love the first moral Kombat movie it's cheesy but it's like it's our like 90s it's our cheesy cheese. baby yeah it's like, like it's one of the this... few like paul ws anderson movies that he didn't absolutely just like take a huge shit on in my opinion like it's it's not like a good movie but it's kind of one of my sort of guilty pleasures because what's yeah, his it, name jonathan lambert or whoever who played raiden in that was just oh, like christopher lambert christopher lambert christopher lambert from so, highlander so good and like highlander we must protect earth realm <laughs> if you're talking about like the underrated not as successful but like also holy relics of nerd fandom like highlander is on a pedestal and to see him as raiden is just amazing but also, like going into this, that was something else I didn't know if I was able to let go of Christopher Lambert as Raiden. But you see, and once again, might butcher the name, Tadanobu Asano um, as Raiden, who's also, uh, we saw him in Thor, we saw him in Battleship, amongst other movies. I think when he delivers dialogue, I thought it was great. I thought Shang Tsung's dialogue in the trailer was great. There's the one scene of the silhouettes of Raiden with his hat and then Shang Tsung with his little man bun and long hair on the other side, which we might get that fight that was at the beginning of uh, Mortal Kombat Armageddon uh, at the at the end events of Deadly Alliance, which I still think is an underrated game. And of course, the main thing I think that got completely butchered in 
Mortal Kombat uh, Annihilation that they're going to redeem is the Scorpion versus Sub Zero fight. I mean, that's that's classic Mortal Kombat. We're finally going to get oh, to yeah. see that done. I was well. like, wait, and you were going between games and movies. I was like, Annihilation. They go, oh, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> be cool if Cyrax showed up but that's probably just one too many characters I love the fact that we got like so many of the original characters like you you touched on a bunch of them but like Sonya and Jax and Raiden and Kung Lao I mean Kung Lao with his like saw blade hat like I just want to see him like throw it at somebody's face and just like right that's pretty much the cap shield of (laughs) <laughs> the more oh yeah but like a thousand times more like gory and deadly and stuff Oof. i just oh my gosh like just from the opening shot of this trailer where you know jacks apparently is going looking for this guy in this warehouse and it turns out to be sub-zero of all the people you don't want to run into wrong motherfucker. he grabs the gun and freezes it as he shoots it's the bullet stops like right in front of his face and then he grabs his arms freezes them and rips them off he just- and it was just like <laughs> Oh my god! You're like, okay, okay, I'm on board. And that's, that's probably one of my favorite parts about the trailers. Like, they didn't release like a typical trailer. This is a red band trailer, which means there is just no, there's there's no rules. It's just do whatever you want, pretty much. It's a red band trailer, so just be warned in and of itself that it's you know it's gonna be violent or it's gonna have a lot of like bad, you know, it mature content. And I don't know how you could have possibly done it any other way. Like, I'm so glad they didn't like. They just took the gloves off and just came out swinging. So, what do you think, Bo? What were your, some of your favorite parts of it? Oh man, I just I just love the whole the whole direction that they're going with it. The feeling, I mean, this is what this is what fans were wanting. Um, I feel like, and I mean, I I just love the whole franchise and just like I said, it's all in execution. So the way the trailer, everything's looking promising right now. But when it's seeing the actual thing, oh man, it's. I'm watching the trailer I got to right fi- so. <laughs> finish up Mortal Kombat 11. I have that sitting in my PS5 right now. I got to finish playing yeah, that I, story. I'm so terrible at that game. I suck. Oh, I suck. Yeah, no, I'm <laughs> I don't even ever bother with multiplayer. I can't I can't play anything on like above like above normal difficulty. I just get slaughtered and even yeah. then Yep. But yeah, man, dude, that uh gosh. Yeah, and and uh I don't know. What do you guys think about? So there's obviously there's going to be fatalities in here. Um, <laughs> so some so this is going to be a, this is a movie, right? It's not a TV show. Series, no, it's right? a movie. There's full. Okay. I hope it's at least two hours. That's all I'm saying. Um, and I think when people die, they're probably gone for good if they're going to have fatalities. Yeah. So. Yeah. I would think that's it. <laughs> there, Kano's sitting there like at the end of the oh, yeah. trailer, holding somebody's heart in his hand. I'm like, Oh my God, we're getting like legit Kano. Out of this. Mm-hmm. Did you guys see the Mortal Kombat animated movie, the one that, that came out recent or a couple years ago? I remember. Uh, I don't remember watching it though. It was it was really good. It was done really well. If they, I like what they did with that. So it's basically revolved around the story, mainly around Scorpion, mm-hmm. and then the tournament was just kind of like in the background, but it was all about how Scorpion was born, pretty much. So, well, it's it like it begs the question because in Mortal Kombat, the story like throughout throughout all the games and everything there's so much like shades of gray as to like who's the good characters who's the bad and i mean like there are some mm. like your you know the cages and you know sonya and jackson like some of them and raiden i guess to some extent are supposed to be like the good guys per se but like there's a lot of them like i think of later characters like kotal khan and 
you know, some of these other ones that are like really like kind of play both sides at different times, depending on what's like convenient for them. And it's just, I watch this. I'm like, is Scorpion meant to be like kind of their like, like if you think of it in terms of like a Godzilla movie, like one of the Monarch Universe Godzilla movies, like is he like Godzilla where they just like unleash this like demonic hell beast to go stop Sub-Zero? Because it looks like obviously they come toe to toe at least at some point in the movie, like that awesome set piece of them. Like, dude, he like, he cuts him. So his blood goes in the air. He freezes the blood into a dagger and then stabs him and then that, yeah, picks that, him up and throws him into an ice wall. He just created I'm that like, last scene. Just that just shows you the caliber of that just shows you the caliber of like the nerd and genius that James Wan is like he's one of those guys who pays attention but I think yeah. he's also very very genius at giving us a reason to care and this even goes back to our earlier conversations with like Harry Potter and Star Wars it's like you have to care about the characters because like as much as I just want to throw all the characters just like a video game be like okay have at it it's like he already knows we have the video games for that. Like he has to throw in a compelling story and he has to make the fights worthwhile. And I, I think it will what be it really is. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I just think what it really comes down to, at least for me, is like, this is one of the biggest takeaways is like when you see two figures like Shang Tsung and Raiden going toe to toe, or even the Sub-Zero Scorpion, like these are rivalries that have gone down for decades and decades and decades of us just playing these characters against each other, but we never got that out of the old movies. Like in Annihilation, there was a fight between Sub-Zero's little unofficial brother and Scorpion who came back from the dead after he fought Johnny Cage and it, just, it was a mess and it didn't make any sense. And uh, we never saw Raiden or the Christopher Lambert Raiden in a fight in the original movie, but the second one he comes back and he fights the Emperor for two seconds, but like the CGI is terrible. It's a new actor. The whole dialogue was just god-awful. And it's just, and then he becomes not Raiden. Like he becomes like mortal and then he becomes immortal again by the end of the movie. It was just, it was all over the place. And I, I think that's also the biggest concern in going to a movie like this is you have so many different stories. How are you going to focus on just one? It was kind of like when they made the Dragon Ball Evolution movie. And it's like, okay, you have the story of Goku, a story that lasts hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. And hours how are you going to fit it into an hour and a half movie with a limited budget? But I mean, James Wan's the man for that kind of thing. So I'm really hoping he sticks this one. Well, it begs the question, like how integral and how like involved is he? I don't think James Wan is the type of creator or creative that would try to like take on a project like this, even in a producing role. Cause you know, a lot of producers like Spielberg, a lot of people will like just, they'll be listed as a producer, but they're not really involved too much besides more like a tertiary like opinion type person but i have a feeling he's like just by the look of this and like you said the trailer and everything i think he must be like he must have his finger on the scales to some level because it's just it looks way too good not to have a little bit of his influence in it so oh definitely you can tell they, they love it i feel like the people behind it like they yeah, yeah, you can tell they really respect yeah. the source material, and I, I, it makes me wonder. Like, we have such a long history of like bad video game film adaptations, with the like rare exception. Like, I think of like a Detective Pikachu as being kind of in that brand of like they took a video game character and made it like really, really interesting. 
But um, I, I will say Sonic the Hedgehog is really oh, good too. I haven't Sonic. seen that yet. I want to see that. Oh, it's fantastic. We'll definitely have to review that one because I enjoyed that as well. And they just announced a second one to that, but that's a story for another time. But I um, what did you guys think about some of like the like quick one shot stuff that um, like there's a there's a statue at one point of Shao Kahn, obviously kind of like t- referencing the Outworld and stuff like that. And then mm. there's there's the shot of Goro just mm, getting ready Goro. to like slam. I was like, and he's not even Damn. listed. If I'm not mistaken, let me look at the IMDb again. But I don't think he's even listed. Goro. But then you're getting characters like we were talking about. You're getting, uh, you know, Melina and Melina, I believe, is the daughter of Shao Kahn. And just, there's, oh man, it's just, I, I don't know what to say other than just I'm so excited for it. Oh if I'm not mistaken, Melina is the twin sister of Katana. And I also noticed on the casting that Sissy Stringer is playing both of them. So I think it's a twin sister thing. I just think one of them is more loyal to Outworld and Katana. And if like, I'm not mistaken, I'd, I'd have to go back and rewatch some like YouTube videos of like people talking about this story in the games and stuff. But I believe when Shao Kahn is defeated, that Melina becomes the new emperor of Outworld for a time. And then when she's defeated, then Kotal Khan takes over. Of course, he's like romantically involved with Jade and stuff like that. But yeah, no, I, I'm just very interested to see like what they establish because there's 11 video games, not counting stuff like Mortal Kombat versus DC and some of the other expanded stuff. Like I'm sure they're comics and probably some other fan fiction books and stuff. And obviously the movies, which they're not involved with whatsoever, which is great. But it's like there's so much source material and stuff they can draw upon i mean they could easily make this into multiple movies if it does good i sure hope so i mean but it has to be good right like it has to be good before we can get that kind of stuff so i hope so much that it's going to be you know an enjoyable film i certainly think they've turned the tide though with video game based films and and other forms of media like not only like you said with the detective pikachu and also the sonic the hedgehog but then you have something like castlevania where which once again is a is a story where it's just like there's never been like a concrete like this is castlevania it's kind of like zelda where it's like you have all the various like different incantations of it and for some people like they consider like the 64 zelda games as the genesis like ocarina of time is like the genesis zelda story but then there's the generations before that consider the first zelda games and this is before i linked to, to the past and uh link's awakening and all of those games and so it's like with moral combat going back even further than like the generations that we were because i think one of the first games at least that i was familiar with was deadly alliance which i guess for me was like i thought deadly alliance was everything when i first played it but turns is that out, the one like, with the song was that in that one Yes, yes, it was <laughs> something about Mortal Kombat, which also I really appreciate. And I've been saying this since the beginning of this project being mentioned is that one thing that Mortal Kombat is doing is bringing out really great forms of music. Like in the original one, I think they had the Prodigy uh, doing a performance when Sonya enters the club, and you know, of course, the theme song, the bum 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 bum, and the fact that they threw it in there. It's just like when we watched, I think the three of us actually went to see the Power Rangers movie yeah, um, back in 2017. And then they throw in that the theme, but they do it so tastefully. They allow you to soak in this new franchise, but they, they give you that sense of nostalgia 
that'll just be playing in your for head. The OGs, okay. For the OGs. That's all you need. Yeah, yeah no, oh I, my God. I absolutely adore the Mortal Kombat <clears throat> franchise, and I'm so bummed. Like, there's just, I'm still just sitting here kind of taking apart the trailer in my mind. I mean, everything, like, so the final little, like, mini montage at the end where they go, finish him, and it's just like, there's like some like wolf creature. I wasn't sure who that might be. Like, is that the um, who was the was a night wolf? The Indian night guy wolf. or the Native American guy? Yeah. Why did night? Why? Why? The, why? 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 Native American guy gotta be a wolf? Well, let's hope that if he's not fighting Kano, because whoever that wolf character is in that trailer, it looks like he just got stabbed in the chest. And that's another why do thing. All the Asian like, guys have a dragon tattooed on. <laughs> Well, oh, so that's something I wanted to mention. Is like I'm, I'm very happy that they went with like a mostly Asian cast with this. Like even Raiden and stuff. Like yes, that's traditionally kind of played off as like a, a Caucasian character and stuff. But I'm kind of glad that they're like hardcore because you know, when you when you think of like martial arts in general, a lot of times you go to like Asian culture as being like one of the giant bastions and foundations of martial arts. And it's just, it's so awesome to see. And what's more is like, I'm sure a lot of those guys have some level of training or another, like whether it's, what did you say? Tadanobu Asano, who was in the Thor movies and stuff. Like he has some action experience as do I'm sure a bunch of them. And I don't know. It's just, it's awesome for like the representation and stuff. And it certainly doesn't look like anybody, even somebody like Mikai Becton who's playing Jax and stuff like, it, it's it looks like they're all like committed and bringing it like there's no the, slackers in this trailer the guy who plays sub-zero i'm a huge fan of the actor his name is like joe taslam uh he was in the raid the first raid movie. yeah uh, the he was a captain he was a captain that fought that monkey dude and i mean he lost but he's a beast um he's oh. also in the show i watched on hbo called warrior and he did awesome in that dude he's he's such an awesome he just He's a good, he's awesome. He was in Fast and Furious for a little bit too. But Joe Taslin, man, I, dude, he's just perfect Sub-Zero in my opinion. I can't wait to see it. Well, I'm glad you brought up the Raid. The Raid is probably one of the best martial arts. The Raid and the Raid 2. Yeah. Some of the best martial arts movies in the world. Like I was so disappointed in Star Wars Episode 7 where Kanja Club shows up. It's all the guys from the Raid and they don't do a damn thing. They get eaten (laughs) by the rat cars. Yep. Like what the fuck? Mm -hmm. Yep. (laughs) Oh God. Yeah, no, th- that that in this trailer, that is what I the imagery and kind of the the tone I was getting was just them like these are proficient martial artists. They're not fucking around. Like they mm-hmm. they're trying to kill each other, and it's awesome. Did you guys thoughts? Oh, sorry. Sorry, you go first. Uh, uh, did uh, did you guys see that? There's a there's a trailer where the director Simon McCoy actually goes through the trailer. He'll pause, talk about it. No, I saw. So I was working a lot today. There's and a bunch of different. Through it, there's the, a bunch of what he was going for. Yeah, there's a bunch of different things that got posted, and I haven't been able to sit down and watch them yet. But I'm literally once we're done with this, I'm going to be sitting down watching all like the the Easter eggs and the, the like the breakdown videos and like IG uh, and stuff. Watch the you mother. Watch the one <laughs> Simon McCoy dude where the director talks about it because you could tell like how much he actually he does really care. What's and, interesting and, about him too? Sorry, I keep cutting you off, and I apologize. I'm just like so fucking bummed. I'm the but, Asian uh, driver, not you. It's uh, my job to cut you off. Fuck you. Your words, not mine. But he is. Um, I think he's just like he's an Australian director, but I think he's only done like commercials before this. So whatever James Wan or whoever hired him and, and put their faith in him, 
must have really seen something from him to give him a property like this, which because clearly this like the special effects and stuff and just the blood and gore, like this costs some money to make. I think of that scene where like Luke Kang like hits the ground and the fire dragon the starts fire. coming out. Oh <gasps> my god. Burn me. That's Burn probably me. what I'm looking forward to like the most is like seeing the new representation of Liu Kang because it's like for me, Liu Kang will always be the OG. That's probably what I'm saddest about this movie is I understand Robin Shu, like he's like 50 or 60 years old, and to have him be like Liu Kang, Liu Kang, it just wouldn't work out. But it's like he played for all the flaws in the original Mortal Kombat movies. I think him as Liu Kang was perfect casting, just like the guy who played Shang Song, I thought was perfect casting uh, it's just kind of seeing what but Ludi Lin is just as talented in his own right and the fact Man, that Kung Lao awesome. is going to be side by side with him um one question the oh, yes. there's the one scene where there's the guy with I can't I don't I watched Forge and Fire religiously so I, I don't know why this weapon is escaping my mind it's the chain with the dagger at the end of it and the guy who is fighting like basically this uh whatever this Lin Kuei clan of assassins, he's fighting them outside of like his little house or whatever. That's, uh, that's Scorpion. That's, that's Scorpion. Yeah. That's Hanzo. That is Scorpion? Before, mm-hmm. yep. Because that's his weapon of choice, if you notice. And then, so like... That's before Curry, he armors up. Curio... Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't pronounce this. Yeah, Cur- he played it. He was in Last Samurai, Sunshine. Um, Wait, who was he in Last Samurai? Was he the dude who was like always beating up on Tom Cruise? Yeah, that guy right there. Oh my God, dude. He was the best in that movie. Yeah, like where he, he's like shit. teaching Tom Cruise and he's like yes. about to in knock his ring. head off with the wooden sword and he just like stops like right at his neck. Oh, mm. he should yep. kill himself. It is not his way. <laughs> yeah, so good, man. He's he's a beast. So so yeah, that guy in the beginning is so that's how it starts out. I mean, I'm pretty sure that it's Scorpion's uh, family, you know, gets killed by Ling Kuei. What, and that's what is um Scorpion's <clears throat> clan again? Let me look that up because it's the Lin the CI Ryu. I don't know. They, I made that up. Is that right? I think that's right. Actually, <laughs> good call. Because Lin Kuei and then the other one was something else, but I could be wrong. I gotta look it up. Oh my god! Now I'm gonna Scorpion's clan is part of. Blah, 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 blah. No, that's talking. Oh, and that uh, the blade is called a kunai. Kunai. That's what it is. I don't know if you guys watch Forged in Fire, but there's this Asian guy called Doug Markaida. And basically when he's testing people's swords and weapons, like if, if it's good, he'll look at you and go, it will kill. And it's like, it's like their seal of approval. It's awesome. Yep. The Japanese Shirai Ryu Ninja Clan. Shirai Ryu. Dude, how did you swing and a miss and hit that one? My goodness. Dude, is that Dr. Claw's voice? Like, I'm going to get you, Gadget. I'm going to Shirai Ryu. That's um, Gora, that's all Goro right there. <laughs> I got four arms, Um, dude, like, holy shit, yeah, dude. So I don't know if you if you look in the trailer that part where he's fighting, I think you can see like a, a someone's like frozen in the background. Like, it looks like a frozen like lady and a kid. I don't know if if you look back. I'm gonna have to rewatch. I've thought in the background, I was like, oh shit, did somebody like freeze his family? Or oh my. I mean, God. I'm I'm positive that that history is gonna be established and probably existed for generations prior to that because yeah no i mean they they hate each other their clans like when they actually team up in the story campaign of those games it's like a very rare occasion and they don't really trust each other very much at all 
as a matter of fact the level that i stopped on in mortal kombat 11 was like they were infiltrating like i forget his name one of the cyrax like murder bot type people and they're like literally harvesting the lin kuei into like more of those murder bots but they like they cut them all up and and break them down kind of yeah but more in like the style of a cyrax i can't remember the can't remember the one's name who's like the head of all of them off the top of my head but yeah no it's i can't wait to see what their backstory is like and how they come to butt heads and stuff i i have a feeling that that little fight we saw is probably one of a few if we're lucky because yeah i i just hope Scorpion's getting his ass whooped in that and that might be like one of the first times they come head to head yeah, I don't cause... really know how I like. Oh God! Uh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm I was just sorry. gonna say, like, they could cut out Kano's character altogether, and I would not bat an eye because <laughs> I just think Kano's stupid. Like, well, so Kano is supposed to be like a mercenary, and Sonya Blade introduces him in the trailer, so I'm like. Is he either working undercover for Shang Tsung at that point, or is like maybe he hasn't decided to go rogue yet? Like, I'm guessing he's because he, he's not a good guy at all. No. And Sonya Blade is traditionally a very good. She's on the side of you know fighting for good. I typically think, and I, uh, that's you know another one of my million random points that I'm throwing at the wall is like I hope they make her a badass because Bridget Wilson, who played her in the original Mortal Kombat movie, who went on to be Billy Madison's teacher. <laughs> yeah. She, she was like, she is who I envisioned as Sonya Blade for the past, what has it been? 25 years. So I would love to see somebody else step into the role and really like make it their own, but also like come off as like a huge badass. Yep. I'm with you. I'm with you. The question is, do you think we'll see Johnny Cage in the film? Because he's not even listed at all. So I was just asking Henry that. I was like, do you think this Cole person is like... Cole Young. Do you think that's kind of a fake since it's like a a, a washed up martial or UFC fighter or something? Like, do you think that's like maybe his stage name is Johnny Cage or something? And Hang um, on. Hang on. Sorry. I am literally... I just ran into... Oh, well, that's a, that's a spoiler. So... Lewis Tan is Cole Young, but you go to Cole Young's wiki and it brings you up to Sub Zero. It leads you straight to Sub Zero's, which means portrayed by blah 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 blah. I think this is trying to tell me that one of the deities, or well, no, one of the people who one of the identities that takes on the deity of Sub Zero is Cole Young, which means he might be the next to step into it. I mean. Because Sub Zero was, I thought, almost like a title that was passed from one Lin Kuei to another as they Sub-Zero. took over. If I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong about that. I, I, admittedly, not as in tune with my Mortal Kombat lore as I should be, but I, I definitely think that's a good way to go, though. Like, if if he's one of that clan to take up the role, because I mean. One mistake I definitely think the earlier films made is that, like, even though it's important to face on, like, I mean, Liu Kang's a great hero, then kind of his, like, sidekicks of, like, Giant Cage and Sonya Blade and everything, but it's like, I mean, we've seen those characters, and Mortal Kombat has so many characters, but the fan favorites, it seems, overwhelming majority have always wanted to see 
Scorpion and Sub-Zero go toe-to-toe. So it's like, if you put that front and center, and then, you, of course, you have, like, your leader, like, Gog types, like Raiden and, mm-hmm. and Shang Tsung, and at least to establish this first one. I just need Shang Tsung to say, your soul is mine. He had some excellent dialogue in this trailer, like, where it's like, finish him. I'm like, that is Shang Tsung. That is what we're looking for. Because yes. the Shang Tsung, the guy who played, I can't remember what his name is. I remember he was in that, and then he was randomly in the electric movie as the leader of the hand. And then he was also in that 47 Ronin movie with Keanu Reeves, which funny enough, the guy who plays, um, if I'm not mistaken, I believe it's Chen Han is also who's playing Shang Tsung was also in 47 Ronin. Hmm. Every time he comes on screen, me and my buddy were just like, this guy's in everything. I'm like, dude, go to this movie and go to this time part. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and like, every, he just pops up everywhere. And- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what are the fights you guys are looking for? Like, I, I mean, there's a lot of possibilities and combinations of how you can do fights with characters listed, but who are you looking forward to seeing the most in action? I other I mean, than Sub Zero because well, yeah, I was gonna say other than Scorpion v Sub Zero, it's Sub- gotta be anything. I don't know. It's got to be either like Raiden, Shang Tsung, or um, Kung Lao. Like, I love Kung Lao's character design. Again, like, if he just, like, whips his hat off and, like, hits somebody in the face and it's just, They're like... They're getting chopped. Oh, man. That's, like, one of my oh, favorite yeah. moves. You just keep throwing... It's a good ranged move or, like, a middle-to-ranged move and you just keep him away and just... Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, I'm also kind of curious, like... So I'm just, I don't know, I'm sorry. I'm looking at like all of these like different details and like plot devices and everything they have scurrying the internet right now. And I'm just like, what is the main plot going to be? Even this, even this plot that right here. So I watched the mixed martial arts fighter named Cole Young is unaware of his hidden lineage, probably why he becomes Sub-Zero or why he is being hunted down by Sub-Zero of the Lin Kuei clan of assassins concerned for his safety of his family. He seeks out a clique of fighters that were chosen to defend Earthrealm in a high-stakes battle against the forces of Outworld. I mean, does that mean he fights Shang Tsung? It could be a very interesting plot dynamic, and I mean, who knows if they're trying on some level or another to set up, like, Sub-Zero as, like, a Darth Vader-type figure, where it's, like, the big twist is, no, I am your father, or something like that. Like, that would be very interesting if, like, this Cole person ended up, like, maybe Sub-Zero loses to Scorpion, and then realizes Cole realizes he's his dad, and then has to go fight Scorpion as like a either middle to like early trainee. I don't know. There's a lot of really interesting plot points that could be derived from this, but I'm kind of glad that they held off on showing us a trailer till now because I would have literally been sitting mm. here dissecting things and trying to like figure out every single thing before I see the movie. And I kind of don't want to see anything else until we see the movie because I'm like mm-hmm. I'm satisfied. It's it's yeah. it's yep. wild. <laughs> Well, luckily, it's only, well, I mean, oh, I was going to say almost a month away, but it's uh, two months. Uh, oh, fuck. Even then, yeah. though, it's not, it's not too long. Remember that yeah. uh, that Infinity War trailer we got, which I thought was like, like it was so good. And then we had to wait seven months to see <laughs> the movie. And then Infinity War was pretty much the trailer for Endgame. And you had to wait like two or no, I guess just one year. But still, that was a long year. <laughs> and Endgame didn't show you anything it's one of those things where it's like they show you a trailer and then they show you another trailer but it's the same trailer with like three (laughs) extra seconds on top of it and it's just like damn it but it's so amazing (laughs) 
Dang. I'm here for all of it. So I can I can assume that we're all gonna watch it. Well, yeah, I'm I'm beyond pumped for it. I can't wait. And we should so, we should do a group watch maybe. Oh man, I see. I hope this pandemic's over by. Well, it's not gonna be done in two months, but it'd be very nice if stuff was like continuing to decline, and I felt safer about doing that. But I am and, vaccinated. If that helps. Did you get both? Yeah, I got the Pfizer. Great. So excited! So excited! So excited! I'm, I'm so like excited! Them. Well done. I, well done to the team, whoever. I'm, I totally trust James Wan. He cares. I'm just, at the same time, I'm reading all this stuff and it's just like, I'm speculating because there's so many games. There's the movies, obviously, and there's just, there's books, there's comics, there's cartoons. Like, there's there's all this stuff that I'm just like, how are they going to piece this together? And I'm also here just even thinking, even though we haven't even seen the first one yet, and I'm like, do we really want them to go the route of like having a sequel and like, bringing in things like Shao Kahn or Goro or Quan Chi and like all these other villains and characters. I I hope that they allude to them in very like loose ways. So they kind of like acknowledge there's a bigger world, but I really want them and it's kind of late now, but hopefully they focused on making one movie. I think so many franchises fail, whether it's like the new universal monster franchise with like the Tom Cruise mummy movie or like even Power Rangers, which I really enjoyed Power Rangers, but they kept coming out and saying, oh, we got seven movies planned. And it's like, shut up, just make one movie that has a beginning, a middle and an end that is good and is satisfying for both like fans of the franchise and new fans and make us invested in the characters and the rest will come. But like, please please make one yeah. good movie i could ca- like the fights are amazing but if i care about the characters and then the fights are just like you know that's just icing on the cake so yeah yep the fights the fights have more or sorry um, good. the fights have more meaning like you care about the characters it just makes it that much more i mean look at like avengers endgame you i mean that's even on another level because each mm-hmm. character had their own movie so you get to see them build up and then to that I mean, it's just so much more rewarding when you learn, when you invest time with When characters. you care. I mean, it's like the same reason why so many anime franchises and shows are so good is because like when a character dies, even if it's like completely washed out by the fact that they can just bring him back. And I'm looking at you, Dragon Ball, but, you know, you still care when Krillin gets blown up. You still care when Goku sac- sacrifices himself against Raditz and then later on with Cell, like you just you you care you're so worried about gohan when he's going up against cell and i know i'm going off on a dbz tangent here but like i think that's that's exactly it hey it's a it's nerd culture so it fits well to wrap this all up i guess we can all agree that this trailer was a flawless victory all right awesome i think henry had something to say did you you have one more thing to say Henry, I think you were about to say something. I cut no, you off. I'm very, very, very pleased with this trailer, and I just hope it delivers. Same. Well, Amen, that does it for bro. us, everybody. Thank you for tuning in on this like surprise episode. We just felt so compelled to get on immediately and, and discuss it. And yeah, two months. Here we go. I'm so pumped. Let's do this thing. Thanks for tuning in. Like and subscribe on YouTube. We'll catch you guys later. Peace.